0: Come on, shop, well, it's time to record now. Yeah, Wonder Rob, I just can't wait to record now. We met on stage because we like to perform now. We're turtle bros and bashing all about our foes now. It's time to celebrate our energy We with new shows for you to blast Welcome back to another episode of geek So To speak your source for all things geek We missed you, Kimasabis. Thanks for joining us once again. I am Wonder Rob, your co-host. Of geek so to speak if this is your first time joining us we are a geek culture podcast we cover everything in the world of geek I'm talking movies TV games trailers news uh, conventions everything and anything in the world of geek but I couldn't do it alone I couldn't possibly do it alone that would be a massive undertaking so of course I have my co-host with me on the line who is a the world's biggest fan of The Undertaker from wrestling. I don't know if you've heard of him. Shaw in hot, hot Gilbert, Arizona. How's it going, shop. Yo, 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 yo,
1: yo, 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 that's me Uh, i am in gilbert right now it's not super hot it's 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 manageable it's not as lovely as sedona but it Uh, is.
0: yes mr uh mr dual homes that's right you can't you cannot be constrained to one city (laughs) my personality is too big for one town that's right. That's right. That's why I had to move here. It was you're too big. I had to move to California so we could both have some breathing room. The the mystery's finally been solved, everybody. Uh, again, uh, we are your geek news source, so thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. And while you're at, give us a review. Why don't you? Five stars or anything below, but five stars is uh, most most appreciated. So, this week we got tons 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 of geek news, lots of juicy morsels to dig Ooh. into. Um and of course, we're going to have a very special super power showdown later in the episode. I love but, the super power showdown. Oh then. yeah, it's it's quite it's quite the spectacle of the testicles if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead trademark that <laughs> yeah,
1: right, right that one down spectacle of the testicles
0: spectacle of the technical technicals dang it i can't say it again <laughs> spectacle uh,
1: of the technical
0: testicles we're gonna have to lift that audio for the next time we do a superpower showdown because i clearly can't ever say it again uh but before we get into uh the juicy meat of this shepherd's pie of a podcast we do have some traditions that we must adhere to before we start number one Shoff and listeners, is like I mentioned, if you wouldn't mind uh, giving us a five-star review on iTunes or anything in between, that would be fantastic. But the reason why I'm asking you to is because anybody who is nice enough to leave us a review on iTunes, oh, we're going to give you a very special shout-out. A very special shout-out. <laughs> That's right. We Sexify our iTunes reviews just for you. And this week is no exception, everybody. We do have another five star review to Sexify. Let me just pull it up on my phone here. Shaf, uh, while I'm getting this set, could you do me a personal favor and cue the sexy music now? All right. This review comes in from K. Underscore D.
2: Mm. Underscore Kimmy. (laughs) She writes obsessed. Five stars.
0: Love this podcast. Relevant. Timely. And genuine takes on geek news. Mm. A fun listen for a recap. Details, speculation, and opinion. Oh man. (laughs) Hosts are super likable and easy to listen to. Definitely check it out. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) All right, cut the sexy music. Woo! cut that off (laughs) Uh, thank you uh k underscore d underscore kimmy for that five star review muchas gracias señorita i'm assuming señorita or señor it's cool either way yeah yeah uh yeah thank you so much
1: katie katie kimmy i gotta say wonder rob um never never ever have i been more turned on by an underscore <laughs> the way that you delivered it oh my gosh i appreciate
0: that Thanks, these, khakis, these
1: khakis are feeling tight right
0: now. <laughs> my my undies are a little wet <laughs> but that's just from the diarrhea from eating little caesars for lunch so oh, dang two different things two different things that was only half joke I'll let you decipher which, which part of that joke was true. (laughs) All right, everybody. So next thing we'd like to do is we just like to, we like to catch up. I mean, of course, like the theme song says everybody Shaf and I best friends for life BFFFL. Okay. But that don't mean we don't like to talk to each other even more, or maybe just an excuse to hear ourselves talk. So Shaf, What's up, man? Long time What's no up? speak since earlier today. How's everything been? <laughs> I know See, it feels like
1: forever since we last spoke a few hours ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, wonder Rob, man. Wonder Rob is 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 the ultimate bromance of mine. There, there's there, there's no no dude in my life that that has quite the. Uh, the awesomeness that that Wonder Rob does,
0: my dude, my dude, my dude, talking about Wonder Rob, my dude,
2: <laughs> dude, I totally miss you, the things we did together. <laughs> oh man,
0: see you went with the tenacious D. That was that that was much much more uh, on when brand. In doubt,
1: when in doubt, yeah, uh, friendship. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, um, my life has been just supreme man totally supreme nacho supreme chicken supreme it's been just awesome uh loving my life in sedona uh splitting my time up right now but hoping to make it a a very permanent thing as soon as possible um was able to explore uh more of sedona and just enjoy uh all that the uh the that city has to
0: offer and, uh, loving my time with SSG. SSG. Uh, you mentioned to me earlier today, Shaf, that, uh, you got your hands on some books today, uh, at the old Barnes and Noble.
1: You are right. Yes. At the Barnes and or Noble. Um, I definitely did, uh, purchase a couple of graphic novels. Um, and actually, these particular graphic novels have a lot of relevance because uh, one of them, actually, we just recently uh, talked about its uh, corresponding TV show on Amazon, uh, I'm talking about The Boys. So The Boys Volume 1, uh, a Garth uh, Ennis uh, graphic novel, is was available uh, to, for purchase. They actually had, um, I think, two or three of the volumes there uh, on hand. So I was like, oh, dang. I'm definitely picking that up. So I got myself uh, that, the the boys, and I also picked up the um, Umbrella Academy, the graphic novel related to that. Um, And I think the first, um, I forget the name of, I think it's like Apocalypse something is the the name of the first volume, but um, the art in that is so amazing. So uh, I'm loving both of those. I dug into the boys briefly and oh my God,
0: (laughs) <laughs> is it just as vulgar and like crazy weird? It's worse. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and, and by worse, I mean better. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, like within uh, like two pages, uh, Billy the butcher dude guy, um, Billy Butcher, whatever his name is, um, he does talk. By the way, in the in the graphic novel, they say he has he sounds like Michael Caine. So when I was, I couldn't help but like read the graphic novel like Michael Caine. So, really? So I was like reading it out loud, and I was like, "I was doing it all like that,
0: you know, just reading it, (laughs) you
1: know." And the stuff he was saying, like he within two pages, he was doing the girl from behind.
0: Oh boy! All right, it was right into it.
1: It was it was was pretty raunchy. Um, Hold on, let me see if I can't grab it real quick. Give me just a sec. I want to grab the. the All
0: right, we'll cut. We'll cut and then re-edit right back here. Boom. (laughs) Okay, so I got it in my hands here um
1: within the first like here we go first like four or five pages <laughs> i'll show you the picture here oh boy uh, i'm just so you can get a little
0: glimpse <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing like showing pictures for the podcast but i can confirm that it is uh two people doing it in the position of puppies
1: yes very very doggy
0: i've heard of that I've heard of it, uh, and, and
1: the the woman the woman is saying, and I'm going to try and do it with some uh, uh, dramatic intent here with my Boy. delivery.
0: This is going to be good. All right,
1: she says,
2: "You disgust me, you dirty, filthy, repulsive son of a bitch. You make me want to puke."
1: And then he's in doing her from behind, and he says, "Wait till you see where I wipe my dick, love."
0: Oh, no. <laughs> Wow, I can't believe they didn't put that in the TV show. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's great. uh, that's what I had
1: to look forward to with this uh, omnibus uh, volume one. Of well, Boys.
0: at least they're not doing it missionary like perverts. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> perverts. I bet you do it. I bet you do it, lady on back. Don't you pervert. <laughs> what is that from? That's from The Office. That's something <laughs> Dwight said. It's like, I bet you do it, lady on back. Don't you pervert. <laughs> lady on her back lady on her back <laughs> oh my gosh well good Jeff. i'm glad uh, you're you're uh keeping yourself surrounded by uh, the finer things in life <laughs> good for you man
1: absolutely
0: absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. yeah good for um, you
1: now wonder rob tell me tell me about your week what you've
0: been oh doing man i've week been week. i've been absorbing a lot of entertainment this week man so since our last podcast i plowed through the end of detroit become human on the old PlayStation 4. I got to tell you, I, d- I stayed away from reviews and everything when I when I was playing, or when I was thinking about getting it. Because uh, I just knew it was by a developer I really liked. I, I enjoyed their games in the past. So, you know, I, I dived in. I actually, I, ha- I had actually bought it like two months earlier and I just never got into it. Um, but I finally finished it, right? And then I went back and like looked at reviews I checked out a couple of podcasts that I enjoyed that also reviewed the game about a year ago. And it's getting... It got mixed reviews. Uh, some people thought it was a little heavy-handed, but I'll tell you, I liked it. Like, I really enjoyed the game. Um, and the ending that I got, like, I, I feel like I got the worst possible ending. <laughs> I was like, wow, this story, like, really has a sad ending. Uh, but I, I found out, Shroff, that this game actually has 99 variations. What?! or 99 plus variations on the ending. <laughs> how, long and of course, the, how long is the campaign mode? Oh, gosh, I, I played it. How many weeks did I report on this game? Like, or just mention that I was playing it like three three episodes, three weeks. Um, but I want to say it's probably like, maybe like a 10 hour campaign, maybe 15 hours. Oh, but I would, okay. it's not terribly long, but I would just do it like one story, one branch at a time. Then, you know, I'd put it down, I'd play something else or anything like that, or take care of my nine-month-old, Bleh. boring, Bleh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> love my son, uh, give him a, you know, enriching father-son experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I I, w- I was really impressed with the game, and I'm actually really looking forward to playing it again uh but not for a while because there's too many new games coming out
1: oh yeah um which uh just dropping a quick hint for next week uh we'll be talking about our first impressions on a a game coming out is it this friday it comes out wonder friday yes the 20th Um, Wonder Rob uh, and I are very excited about uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, which comes out on Nintendo
0: Switch exclusively. Oh, yeah. I am very much looking forward to Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. This uh, one of my favorite game, one of my favorite Zelda games, actually. Uh, I didn't play it when it was on the Game Boy because I actually, well, I'll I'll save my story for next week. okay? because we're going to be talking about Legend of Zelda.
1: So, so we won't spoil Link's Awakening or anything, but I'm really super duper, duper fucking in the dark on, um, Borderlands in general. So this is the third, uh third, uh, iteration of Borderlands, but I don't even under, like, I don't even know what it is. Can you kind of like, for those of us that are, are, you know, have somehow been in caves and don't know anything about Borderlands. Can you tell?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Also, yeah. Also, did I mention I had Borderlands? Did I skip over that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Is that what you Whoops. were saying you were playing? Oh, no. I was talking about Legend of Zelda. No, no, no. Before that. Oh, I don't even... Maybe I even said... I don't know. Maybe I said oh. it. Maybe I didn't. I don't were know. We you talking about Detroit Become Human? Yeah. Oh. I thought you were talking about Borderlands.
1: Oh, man. What were you doing, Shaf? I swear <laughs> I thought you said Borderlands. I, I, I don't know. it makes more sense because that would be why... I was like, I don't think he's had it for three episodes, but okay.
0: No, I was talking about Detroit. <laughs> here, here at Geek,
1: so to speak, we
0: uh, we're we, always on the same page. <laughs> yes, we we listen to what each other says and not not just waiting for our turn. <laughs> oh man. Okay, well to recap, Shaw, if I did beat <laughs> everything I said was about Borderlands, including the ninety nine plus ending variations. Or, fuck, I messed it up. It's about Detroit, become human. (laughs) How do you expect me to follow the shit? Man, maybe I... It's all my fault, you guys. (laughs) I can't get anything straight. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so moving on. Moving on. Yes, (laughs) Borderlands 3 came out this week, you guys. Uh, And so I've been been dipping my toes in the Borderlands 3. I played Borderlands 2 uh, and really enjoyed it. Uh, When it came out, I would be playing... I did a lot of co-op with my buddy, uh, Josh or Jay real back in, uh, Arizona. He was my, uh, my good friend still is one of my best friends, um, out there in Arizona. Um, but he introduced me to borderlands too. And I very much enjoyed it. And we definitely nice had a lot of good for things. him to
1: be like a lesser friend than me.
0: Oh yeah. I keep, I keep all of you guys on equal playing fields. And I only tell, uh, my real best friend who they are in their ear (laughs) no no just kidding no no judgment you're allowed to have more than one best friend shop but um at least that's what my wife tells me (laughs) (laughs) but but i digest um so borderlands three okay it just came out um it's actually before i tell you my opinion on what i'm doing so far it's actually getting a lot of uh, sort of heat right now, actually, based on performance. Um, frame rate drops and stuttering, um, mainly on PC or even like the high-end PlayStation 4 or the Xbox One. Uh, me, personally, I'm not really noticing any sort of frame rate drops or performance issues, but I'm playing it on just the base PS4. Like, I don't, I don't have the PS4 Pro. It's
1: crashing consoles. I'm really like am witnessing,
0: at least so far, any criticisms.
1: Yeah, it's it's re, re overheating and crashing consoles.
0: So I've heard that, like worst case scenario, people are running into sort of stuff like that. I haven't f- full blown out red console crashes or anything like that, but I have seen a lot of criticisms about the performance. But you know, I, again, me, I'm 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 enjoying it. I'm having a good time. I mean, there's not much of a story, or at least right now. Um, so essentially, what's going on so far, shop is that uh your new team of vault hunters right so you go onto this planet of pandora uh where guns are plenty, uh bad guys plenty, alien monsters plenty, and you're running around completing missions doing side missions of course main missions too but the main thing is is that you're you're looting pretty much everything you, you see any bad guy you kill pretty much any one of them drops a gun ammo health. Uh, There's lots of hidden chests everywhere, money everywhere, uh, vehicles to customize. It's sort of like an open world. uh, It's a first person shooter, obviously. Open world, big shooter, Uh, hectic, crazy shooter is the best way I could describe it. You get to choose between four characters, um, each who have their own sort of special abilities and traits. Um, The guy that I picked his his sort of special ability is that he has a lot of gadgets so like if i'm in if i'm surrounded by aliens or something like this i can deploy a drone and it'll like start shooting at the enemies around me and stuff but there's other ones like people who are more so into stealth um or there's like a lady who has a like a mech friend that you can like summon and like you jump back and forth between the mechs and things like that um but like i said that there's not much of a plot <laughs> at least right now uh, but the big thing that the game's touting is just like thousands and thousands and thousands of guns like variations of guns and i've, pro- I've i'm still on the the for, i don't want to call it a level but the home planet i haven't gotten off the first planet yet and i've probably run into like 3 or 400 variations of guns <laughs> so far um so there's a lot of like item management branch um Trait management, perk management, things like that. But I really like it, and what I would recommend it.
1: What game is it most like? Like for somebody who's never played Borderlands, but they maybe have played other games that are similar. What would you say it's like uh, from a genre? The,
0: the the style. I mean, it's more, it's a cel shaded style, but I would say it plays probably like a combination between like Halo and Quake. Okay. All like, right. if you smooshed those two together, that's what I would say. Um, and it's got that co-op, and it's even got that couch co-op shop, of course. My favorite I, kind. That's right. I would just wait till they uh, patch the performance issues before you go blowing up your PlayStation 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I would need a TV first.
0: <laughs> but I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm <laughs> certainly enjoying it. And if that was the, uh, the weirdest and most varied... Uh, the explanation of what Borderlands 3 is, I apologize. It's just there's so much shit going on in this game. <laughs> it's all over the fucking place, and I love it. <laughs> it's great. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Well, um, I can't wait to hear more as you play the game more and uh, keep us posted
0: on everything. That's right, but it's my time's going to get split, man. Uh, Link's Awakening comes out this Friday, and I'm very much looking forward to that.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: You experience Link's Awakening every day. <laughs> that's true, that's my son's <laughs> name, everybody It's a little, little inside joke For uh, for you guys out there <laughs> oh, yeah. Alright, alright, enough of this nonsense, Shaf We got a lot to talk about So what do you say we dive into some geek news Geek news Nude news Nude news Alright, Shaf So, we got plenty of juicy morsels to uh, to dive into and you know what chef what's that i'm bro? gonna prove i'm gonna prove something to you right now you made us think about me having another really good friend so as a gesture <laughs> to show how much i like you i'm gonna let you pick the first story buddy oh my gosh dude thank you so
1: much that's really kind you're, of you you're, you're
0: welcome you're welcome see You're welcome. (laughs)
1: All right. Well, then, if I want to, if I want to kick things off, I want to do so with something that really got me super duper hard. Uh, Oh
0: no! (laughs) This was a mistake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's got me so excited uh, that I just I want to talk about it first. Okay. All right.
0: Do it. Do it. Go.
1: So uh, obviously, we've been talking a lot about Disney Plus. It's it's going to be launching fairly shortly. In fact, I think it launched uh, and it was available to sort of. preview in New Zealand or something like that recently. Uh Um, They were talking about some of the animated series that will be available at launch on Disney plus. And this really got me Jonesing because I am a huge fan of the Marvel comics animated series that came around during the nineties. Right? Uh Like that is like the coolest thing. So coming out in November to Disney plus, we're going to be getting Uh X-Men, Spider-Man, the Incredible Hulk and the Fantastic Four series from the '90s. Holy shit! I don't, I don't think I ever saw the Fantastic Four series. I didn't either. But I, I'm just so excited because the the X Men series. I mean, you and I have talked about this one. Actually, I think it's part of a one of the uh, our, our our long lost episodes uh, from like way back in like the early thirties, I think, or something like that.
0: (laughs) Yes. Just like me in the early (laughs) thirties. But,
1: uh, uh, we, yeah, we talked about X-Men. We've talked about Spider-Man, the animated series and super duper excited about that. Apparently also, in addition to the nineties series, there's going to be a seventies and eighties series, uh, featuring Spider-Woman as well as Spider-Man and his amazing friends. All right. The 1981 Spider-Man will appear on the platform as well. So that's just for Marvel Comics-related stuff. But we're also going to get things like Adventures of Gummy Bears. Um, We're going to be getting uh, DuckTales and so many other things. But uh, I'm super-duper excited about the X-Men 92 and the Spider-Man 94 show. I just want those in my face, in my eyeballs, as soon as possible. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Put it right in my eyeballs, please. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Disney. Oh, yeah. Darkwing um, Duck. Is I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. I think it's going to be good for a couple of reasons. Number one, obviously, relive the nostalgia, man, because that's what we're all about these days. Number two, you know, on my daddy days. Oh, man. Let's get dangerous. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> um what was I going to say? Oh, it was very
1: dark winged duck of you in that moment.
0: Thanks. I appreciate that, buddy. I can't wait to also, on my daddy days, the days when I stay home and watch the boy, to sit him in front of the TV and be like, Spider Man, watch it, buddy X Men. Wolverine. Cyclops. <laughs> <Sisters>. rogue <rôle> <isters> storm <laughs> <puppies> <laughs> that's that's how i always would i would sing along with it and say the names of the superheroes <laughs> that were on the screen at the same time i think we <laughs> might have actually had this same conversation Professor X. yeah when way back when we uh talked <laughs> or reviewed the old series again like in the in the 30s somewhere. I might have done the same thing. I might have sang that same song, but I love it. I can't. I can't get over it. it's catchy, man.
1: It really is. It's, I kind of want to hear. I want. I want to record the entire thing. I think.
0: Oh man, we have to do that, and we'll put it at the end of an episode, or put it on the Patreon whenever we right. get one of those. That's right. Oh man, no, I, I'm. I'm really looking forward to this. Like Disney Plus seems like a sure bet more and more every day oh it's, yeah it's gonna be well worth the whatever six bucks 7.99 a month so affordable whatever it is These so affordable sweet discount that some people managed to land like just freaking go for it it's gonna be good oh it's yeah gonna be so good shop uh speaking of so good speaking of so good shop i'm gonna shift gears here did you know gamestop is closing 200 stores that's so good <laughs> Okay, it's not that good. No, it's not. <laughs> but I couldn't think of a, a better way to to do the old transition. But, you know, it is what it is. So we talked about this a little bit in a previous episode, uh, but GameStop is not doing so hot these days, Shof. Uh, Not so much. Um, on a recent uh, earnings call, it was announced that they will be closing between about 180 to 200 underperforming stores uh, worldwide worldwide now that sounds like a lot shock but uh, keep in mind they do have five thousand seven hundred global locations wow. so that's a uh it's it's a small percentage, but the the way things are going the way the cookies crumble in it's it's m- m- uh, really likely that they're going to be closing more and it's just you know it's a shame it's essentially on the same earnings call that I would just mentioned previously, the company hinted, and I, I quote, a much larger uh, tranche of closures over the next 12 to 24 months. Um, and here's an interesting fact, Shaw: for every GameStop location in the world, there's another GameStop within five miles on average.
1: That's amazing. Um- I actually read something on this article too. I wanted to share another fun fact. Since you shared one with me, I want to share a fun fact with you.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. In New
1: York City, for instance, a GameStop store on 6th Avenue in Manhattan has 35 other GameStops within five miles.
3: That's so many
1: (laughs) GameStops. Why do you need that many GameStops? Talk about redundancies. I'm glad they're doing this.
0: They can't possibly, I mean, these days have that that much of a demand but i guess not because that's why they're closing 200 locations right
3: yeah it,
0: that's what's happening i mean it's really it's the the state of entertainment today shaf and what i mean by that is and you and i were having a conversation about this earlier people going digital versus actually purchasing a physical game yes now you were telling me and what, why don't you uh, reiterate for for the folks at home uh, your thoughts on digital versus physical when it comes to video games.
1: No, I wasn't sure if we were going to get into that this episode, but I'm so excited that we are. Okay, here we go. So, um, me personally, I'm kind of a traditionalist. Like I like the idea of having a physical cartridge in my hand. Um, and I definitely prefer that over buying like a digital version only where it's just something stored on memory or it's in the cloud or whatever else. And so I I definitely want that physical thing to hold on to, to have the case, whatever else. But there's a part of me that's like, why why do I want the why do I want the cartridge? What is it about the cartridge that I want to have? Is it that I don't trust that the cloud is going to be there for me? That if I don't like something happens to the digital copy, now I have nothing. At least with a cartridge, I've got something. I don't know. I don't know, but here, here, here's my other thing, and I want to bring this up too: is why do they charge the same amount for the game for a digital version versus a one that you purchase in the re- retail shop with a with a, a cartridge? Like, for instance, the the uh, Nintendo Switch g- um, game cartridges, then the case that they come in, the case is like six hundred percent larger than the cartridge, mm-hmm. and so And there's nothing else in the case. It's not like there's an instruction manual. They don't do that shit anymore. It's just a, um, like a one-leaf thing of the cover itself, if that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just the, the, uh, the cartridge. So there's no reason why the game's cartridge size is as large as it is. There's also no reason why if you're buying a digital version, you should still pay the same retail price. You should pay less because you're not paying for the packaging. So why are they doing that?
0: I did a quick Google search uh, while you were saying that out of curiosity because your thought interested me. Why do digital games cost as much as physical? And uh, I really didn't get an answer. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but no, I, I agree. I mean, at least at least a couple bucks, right, is in our minds what would make sense. Like, think think about the difference when you go to GameStop buying a, a brand new game that just came out. Let's say Borderlands 3 versus a used copy of borderlands 3 that they might have which is like five bucks less you new know, versus used i mean even if it was that much of a margin between digital and and physical i mean i'd be okay with that too i'd be like all right you know five bucks less buy it digitally you know it is what it is but the digital games i mean they they tend to get discounted right or you, they do sales um they don't go on a discount as fast as like GameStop I would say because like when Spider-Man on PS4 came out everybody wanted it and it's a very linear game or a straightforward game and what I mean by that is like you can you don't play it for months like you were doing Red Dead Redemption or like we were doing Red Dead Redemption so they had maybe you know an abundance of Spider-Man PS4s get traded in you know 3 or 4 weeks later and now there's not a demand for Spider-Man PS4 so much and the games are like 20 bucks, but I'm not really seeing that discount the same way on digital, but eventually it still goes down. I think with the trend that how everything's going right now, it's, it's, it actually is really surprising to me at least right now that digital is, is killing it as hard as it is or killing their business as hard as it is. Because I'm the same way. I, I tend to buy physical with my stuff, but only really because I like the idea of me finishing a game and then trading it in and then getting money off my next one. Like, really, that's why I buy physical. That's a good point. That's a really good point. That's pretty much the only reason I buy physical. Like, I don't necessarily have a problem with digital like I, I actually considered buying Borderlands 3 digitally just because I wanted it right away. but I, I you know I just I exercised a little patience and got it the next day when it came out. but you don't really have the opportunity to trade in your digital games, which I mean I'm not like strapped for cash or anything, but I mean video games are sixty bucks, you know, and if I can get a little bit off of that, great, that's like another that's another uh, big Mac for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Um so I mean it's the way everything's trending, I mean, we're going to see less and less GameStops just like you and I predicted in the past <laughs> that these stores are going to be closing and it came true. Well, we oh, also yeah.
1: Speaking <laughs> of which, we realizing our power, don't we have to uh, wish a few things?
0: Before? Oh yeah, that's right. We did have a few people uh specifically ask us to to say things on the podcast to make them come true since since we did predict that GameStop was going to be closing a lot of stores. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I've got it pulled up. So, okay. uh, calling
1: out uh, some of our, our favorite uh, contributors, um, Darth Vibbert uh, said that you should talk about me finally having a film career with Disney on your show. So, okay. So, um, we're just going to put this out here as a form of geek news. Uh, in the very near future, Darth Vibbert will finally have a film career
0: with disney yes they do need janitors at the uh, studio no i'm just kidding that was a that was a that was like a real like mean dig but i didn't mean it i only just took it because it was <laughs> because it was it was a really easy one no 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 he he is gonna be head of the animation department that's so right just, and
1: then and he's gonna tell bob eiger
0: to stuff it suck a dick yeah <laughs> <laughs> take that Bob Iger burn <laughs> sticking it to Bob Iger
1: um additionally uh uh good old let's see what would we, we don't have a nickname for
0: this one sorry uh, just call him out first name uh last initial that's what we'll do okay uh Tony E Tony E he said next episode would you mind saying
1: that I won a million dollars so um one Rob and I ha- were talking and you know what we we think that you should have a million dollars. So um, you should just expect that the next lottery ticket is going to net you a sizable sum for you and your family.
0: Yes. <laughs> Good. And if you wanted to go ahead and just cut us off a piece, since we made it happen like death note, but not, you know, not death, but like money. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be great. That would be it's awesome. Like, it's like the monkey's paw, but for, for money. <laughs>
1: I like that. And the last one, um, Harrison S. Harrison S said, uh, Harrison gonna win the lottery and stuff.
0: Another one. <laughs> All <laughs> so, right. You know what? Both of you are gonna win the same lottery and you're gonna have to split it. That's the only that's that's bears fair.
1: <laughs> so Monkey's yeah, so, paw
0: has spoken. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> yes. Yes, we have spoken. Uh good times. I forgot I forgot that people asked us to to grant their wishes. <laughs> I feel yeah, we're like
1: we're like, I don't know. We're kind of like, um, I, don't, I don't know. We would be gods in that regard. I, I
0: don't know. Um, I like to think we're genies, but not like Aladdin genies. more like uh, Bewitched. Okay. I dig that. I'll take Cause it. Because we're sexy in a two-piece. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. All right.
1: What else do you got, shop? Speaking of uh, sexy in a two-piece, uh, Kevin Smith
0: Oh boy. <laughs> good. Good transition. Thank you.
1: I'm, I'm known for my segues. That's what I gotta say. <laughs> yep. 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 So speaking of sexy, uh, Kevin Smith, um, who we know, uh, has, I mean, he's done all sorts of stuff. Of course, Jay, Jay and Silent Bob, probably the most well-known this or that. He's certainly quite the, um, the nerd, the geek of the world. And, uh, there's a lot of, of unknowns related to the upcoming Batman movie that Matt Reeves is working on that, mm-hmm. of course, will feature Battenson, Robert Battenson, um, uh, as the titular character, the Batman. But according to Kevin Smith, the story for the film will be based on the classic comic book story arc, The Long Halloween. So, uh, p- apparently, during one of the most recent episodes of Fat Man Beyond podcast, which uh, is Kevin Smith's podcast, his co-host, Mark Bernadine, addressed reports that the movie will adapt the story arc. And uh, Smith said, to be fair, I heard it, too. And I heard it from a good source, too. So, all right, all right, now, all right. I want to give you a little bit of insight on the synopsis for The Long Halloween, because not all of us are comic book geeks and know this or that. But the story is set during the early days of Batman's crime-fighting career as a killer um, as a killer is murdering people during the holidays. It takes place over the course of a year and includes several of Batman's rogue gallery of villains. The actual synopsis itself says, Christmas, St. Patrick's Day, Easter. As the calendar days stack up, so do the bodies littered in the streets of Gotham City. A murderer is loose,
2: killing only on holidays. The only man that can stop this fiend? The Dark Knight. In a mystery taking place during Batman's early days of crime fighting, Batman The Long Halloween is one of the greatest Dark Knight stories ever told. Working with District Attorney Harvey Dent and Lieutenant James Gordon, Batman races against the calendar as he tries to discover who Holiday is before he claims his next victim each month a mystery that has the reader continually guessing the identity of the killer. This story also ties into the events that transform Harvey Dent into Batman's deadly enemy, Two-Face.
0: Ooh. You see, that makes a lot of sense, at least based on the rumors that we've heard already about this movie, how there's going to be multiple villains, how it's going to sort of be this all encompassing story, but very, very uh what's the right word? I guess honed in on uh, Batman's early years, so that makes a lot of sense, dude it does, and it's very I'm excited about it
1: that's that's an area that we haven't really explored that much of for Batman. um I love the idea of having multiple villains and have Gotham just be infiltrated with baddies because that's what Gotham is and um I had never read the long Halloween, but does calendar man make an appearance because the amount of times they mention calendar in that synopsis and he's killing like every month and it's like holidays and stuff like that. seems
0: like that would be the MO of calendar man. Uh, I can say 100% for a fact that yes, calendar man does appear in this, but keep in mind, I've never read it. So what I just said might not actually be a fact. Okay. All right. Fake news. Fake news. (laughs) But no, um, I mean, this actually really piques my interest. I actually I do want to read this story. This might be my next purchase.
1: I know. After these when it comes two, to comics, I finish uh, the boys and in, 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 uh, Umbrella Academy. I think Long Halloween might be next my next one. Plus, it ties in with the upcoming holiday, which is Halloween. Maybe we should make it an episode one, Rob.
0: Ooh, that's a good idea. The Long Halloween on Halloween. Yeah. Write it down. Write it down. Keep us honest, everybody. <laughs> Okay, so uh moving on, but sort of in the same world because I was I I subscribe to Fat Man Beyond. Uh it's it's a podcast in my regular rotation. And so that same episode, they also dropped a, a tasty morsel, a little nugget about Suicide Squad Shoff. Um, so as you know, because you are in the loop just like me, you got the finger on the pulse. Of uh, a comic book movie shop, James Gunn <laughs> tweeted the cast or uh, an image of names of everybody who's going to be in the movie with uh, the quote, don't get too attached. And this, this is quite the impressive list. And I'll get back to how this ties into Fat Man Beyond in just a second. But I'm going to go down some names here, shop. Of all these people that are confirmed to be in suicide, suicide, suicide squad, two suicide squad, <laughs> oh two. Oh suicide, Scott, two. Everybody, oh no wonder Rob is having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it smell like toast in my office? It's so <laughs> weird. I just don't get it. Hold on, I'm writing this down. Skuicide squad. That's too good to forget. All right. Okay, so I'm going to go down the list here. And, of course, if I mispronounce anybody's name, I'm sorry. Uh, David Dasmalchian, John Cena, Jai Courtney, uh, Joaquin C- Cosio. I might be saying that wrong. Nathan Fillion, Joel Kinnaman, Mei Ling NG. I don't know how to say it. Oh, <laughs> ing, ing. Okay. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Flula Borg. Uh, th- she's one with the Borg. Sean Gunn. Juan Diego Bato, Storm Reed, Pete Davidson, Taika Watiti, Alice Braga, Steve Agee, uh, Tanashi Kajisi, again, I'm sorry. I, I know I ruined it. Daniela uh, M- M- Melchior, again, sorry. Okay. Melchior. Melchior, again, sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, Peter Capaldi, D- Julio Ruiz, uh, Jennifer Holland, Viola Davis, Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, and Michael Rooker. Wow. That's a, that's a lot of people, you guys, and there's some interesting things with this, this list. Number one, uh, Nathan Fillion, who was rumored, and Kevin Smith mentioned on his, uh, in that same episode of Fat Man Beyond. They were talking about this, and they were, they were speculating over who they thought Nathan Fillion would be. And Mark, the co-host of that podcast, you said, what if he's playing Batman you know, this is its own, its own universe now, since it's sort of soft rebooting and, you know, going in its own direction. And they, they had a, a laugh about, uh, Nathan feeling in as Batman. But then, then Mark said, I believe it was Mark who said it. What if he was playing green lantern mm-hmm. and Kevin Smith got real quiet and said, you know what? And I'm paraphrasing, but Kevin Smith said that, that, that plays because of some things I've heard about this movie, Nathan Fillion as Green Lantern. That could be a thing.
2: He even
1: looks like Hal Jordan. Like he'd be a great (laughs) Green Lantern.
0: Wouldn't that be some shit?
1: (laughs) 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 If he was the Green Lantern in this movie. I'd love that. I'd love that. Now a few names that stuck out to me because we haven't heard much of anything about them being involved is John Cena. Like I,
0: no clue who he is i mean yeah i seem to remember reading or hearing a rumor that he was going to be in it but that was a while back like i for i had forgotten about it completely um
1: there was a a long time ago everyone thought michael rooker was playing king shark but we now we know that steve uh ag uh, Mm -hmm. is playing king shark but now michael rooker still his name is attached which is awesome
0: of course it is. It's like his good luck or <laughs> James Gunn's good luck charm. Same with Sean Gunn. Yeah. I love Michael Rooker.
1: So I'm glad he's in it. Idris Elba for the the caliber actor he is, the fact that we still don't know who he's playing, like either it's somebody completely new or it's somebody who's just going to like, uh, I think a lot of people were hoping he was going to be playing um, Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. Since he's not going to play Deadshot because Deadshot is not going to be in this movie, at least according to what they've said before. Um, but some of those names are just like sticking out to me, like wow, like what are they gonna do? Taika Waititi, Sean Gunn. Um, of course Sean Gunn's in it. I mean,
0: he's in everything James Gunn does. So, yeah, sense. Pete Davidson. I'm excited about that. When they announced the cast, Pete Davidson started trending on Twitter, and it was mainly because people were like, "Why the heck is Pete Davidson in this movie?" And people were like shitting all over Pete Davidson on Twitter. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with Pete Davidson? Like, he's not bad on Saturday Night Live, and his stand up is funny. Like give the guy a chance. This, this is his like first major role. So yeah. Or first I don't know if it's a major role, but it's first like role in a real movie. I, I think he's I think he's pretty solid. I, I um he's disturbed, but he's pretty solid. So yeah. Margot Robbie was that was an interesting one. I think uh aside from who who's returning from the original movie? So returning Margot Robbie, Jai Courtney, okay. uh-huh, um, Joel Kinneman. Mm-hmm. Um
1: uh, Viola Davis, Margot Robbie.
0: That's it. Okay. I also thought this was very interesting that um, Jared Leto's name's not on here. Very interesting indeed. Yeah, because he was too damaged to be involved. Damaged, double damaged. He's gonna get. He's <laughs> gonna get another tattoo that says "double." Right on top of it. Oh boy! I actually um, I heard that him and sean gunn actually don't really get along or they they had they have some sort of feud or something i don't really know the details of it so that that might be the reason also or maybe they recast the joker and they're just keeping it really low-key and it's nathan fillion (laughs) what would you do Uh, it's just hypothetical what would you do I would not be happy with that. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't care. I'd be like, all right, who cares (laughs) at this point? (laughs) Suicide Squad's going to surprise us. I think it's going to be really good. I'm looking forward to this more and more every day. The more I read about it, the more I hear about it, I'm like, all right, this sounds like it's going to be good. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be a a bit of all right, as uh, the people uh, under the border say. A bit of all right. A bit of all right. All right.
1: All right, so moving along, moving along. The next article I want to talk about. Uh, I wonder, Rob, if you uh, if you will let me uh, have the honors here. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I don't even know what article you're going to pick, but I'm going to allow it. Oh, I'm not going to. I'm I'm giving you the the crème de la crème, the pièce de, de résistance. Oh. I'm taking the next best story. So okay. You have the best story. Hit so me. the next best story is Avengers: Endgame. Directors are stepping up criticism. Of the Sony Spider Man plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Russo brothers have recently kind of come forward and they're uh, saying a little bit more than they were saying before. They were a little bit more tight lipped about everything, but um, recently um, they addressed the Marvel Sony split and they were saying that they weren't really all that surprised considering it took so much work just to get it to happen the first time around. And they're no strangers to the whole process because they were the ones who put together um, Marvel um captain america uh, civil war which is the first instance of spider-man uh, in the mcu so they were very much a part of all of that but in relation to um the civil war they were saying it was so difficult to get him extremely long and hard process but we were driven to help make that possible now kevin feige of course pulled it off somehow and and all of that now because the marriage was so hard to make in the first place they're not surprised that it fell apart So here's the, uh, the situation though is it's tragic. It's tragic um, mistake on Sony's part to think that they can replicate Kevin Feige's penchant for telling incredible stories and the amazing success that he has had over the years. It's a big mistake. So uh, that's Joe Russo saying that. And I agree. Um, There's, there's, there's fault on both sides and we don't have the full story, but when it comes down to it is, it's about the character doing right by the character and doing right by the fans. And right now they're not doing right by either with all of this. So, um, and Kevin has done so much for the MCU. So it's just frustrating.
0: Yeah, it is. Now um, take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt, because it was reported by, we got this which is widely known for how accurate their reporting is um, and that was sarcasm just in case anybody didn't really get what I was going to say. But lots of people seem to be pointing to this one particular article from, we got this covered um, saying that Sony and, and Disney are, are quietly speaking to each other, trying to work this deal out and the current iteration of the deal that they're trying to work out or that mainly that Sony and Disney want is rather than the 50, 50 split that Disney would do 30, so finance 30%, take 30% of the profits, but in exchange to that, Marvel has to accept, or Sony's pushing Marvel to accept Venom into the MCU, essentially to sort of uh, retcon, backwards retcon Venom into the MCU, and then that Venom would also continue within the MCU. So any movies that sony makes a venom like uh, venom 2 would be in the mcu and so on so uh, i don't necessarily have a problem with that now again this is a big what if scenario because we got this covered as the one reporting that so this is just more of a for fun conversation i think at this point <laughs> but if they if they took venom the existing venom and put him in the mcu like i don't think that's a problem exactly like Venom wasn't a good movie by any means but I don't necessarily blame Tom Hardy for that like I think Tom Hardy would be fine like in a MCU or excuse me of an MCU slash Marvel controlled Venom like if they're doing the same deal with Spider-Man where Marvel essentially steered the ship for Spider-Man if Marvel was going to steer the ship for Venom as well um,
1: I got a parasite
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like a turd in the wind. I can't even really quote that movie anymore because I've so pushed it like out of my brain, and I only just saw it like what four weeks ago, five weeks ago, and like I, I still can't really quote it. All I really remember is I gotta get in the the lobster tank.
2: I gotta eat these lobsters. Ah, I'm venom. <laughs>
0: Oh man. <laughs> but anyway, um circling back, I do I do have to agree with the Russo brothers like I think I uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse was a great movie, don't get me wrong, but I think that was sort of like lightning in a bottle same with <laughs> Venom in terms of its success. So I'm not I'm not super duper confident that on their own that they can replicate the success that Spider-Man had. And I mean, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, I mean, it came off Avengers Endgame, the biggest movie of all time. Of course, Spider-Man Far From Home is going to make more than a billion dollars. And so I think I think Sony is just a little misguided in their opinions right now. And so I guess time's really only going to tell. Again, we've said it a hundred times on this yeah, podcast.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to report that it's all over and, and, and Spider-Man's back with the MCU. It'll yeah.
0: To- Ooh, count it down. Count down the days, everybody. All right, so our uh, last little bit of geek news for this week was a shocker, and I still don't really know what to think about this Shaf. I'm interested in hearing your opinion on this. I have very specific thoughts on this one. Ooh, this going to be good. Okay, so it's being reported, okay, by Deadline that, and this is a, Deadline's a, a pretty reputable source, okay, uh, that Robert Downey Jr. will be returning to the MCU as Iron Man despite having died, he will be returning in the uh, prequel movie, Black Widow, which is going to be the number one movie of Marvel's Phase for next summer. Now this hasn't been confirmed. And I'm sure that if anything, if this was real or if this is real, that Marvel would like to keep this sort of under wraps as like a big surprise or the opposite where they sort of use it as a push to, like, really gain people back into the MCU after Endgame. So, like, you remember when uh, Spider-Man Homecoming came out? Like, the advertising, they were really sort of pushing Iron Man in the advertising. That's true. So they That's could true. potentially go that way also with Black Widow to try to get people's butts in the seats. But again, nothing's been confirmed at this point, but according to, the, to this person at Deadline, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be back for Black Widow. Um, so Shaf, I'm dying to hear it. You said you got very specific thoughts. Uh, lay it on us. What do you think of
1: this news? All right. Wonder Rob. So, um, when I, when I saw this article, first of all, I didn't believe it. And second of all, I thought,
0: why? (laughs) It's being reported by, by lots of sources, like lots of places. It's 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 not like it's not like we got this covered where you only hear it from their website and nobody <laughs> else is talking about it.
1: No, I mean it's probably legit. But my my thing is this is I think that is wrong because we've already said goodbye to him in a way that was fitting for the character. It that was the proper swan song to have him sort of ret and it's not really retcon because it's an area they haven't haven't um shown before at like a period of time. Uh Yeah,
0: it's like like Rogue One. It's like Marvel's Rogue One.
1: Yeah. Like, yes, he he very well could have been um, someone who Natasha interacted with during that time. But isn't there someone else that she could have interacted with that would have also been just as timely or appropriate that would have sort of not been someone that would have shortchanged his exit? Like, for him to have had that proper exit and then to come back even though it's technically a, a piece that takes place in the past, it t- it shortchanges his his departure. And I think it's it's like anticlimactic. We said our goodbyes. He had a proper farewell in the credits and everything, and now we're going to see him again. Like, it's just, nah, It's so unnecessary. And like you said, they probably are just relying on that people will want to see more Tony Stark, that they're not done. Uh, we already saw the fallout of Tony Stark's passing in, Spider-Man Far From Home, it was a huge part of what made Far From Home so successful is dealing with that fallout uh, from Endgame and now even still the the looming Tony Stark will factor into Black Widow. It's not necessary. If, if this movie can't stand on its own two legs sexy female legs um, <laughs> then, you know, it doesn't deserve to exist because no one was asking for a Black Widow movie in the first place.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's no actually no to be fair actually a lot of people were <laughs> asking for a Black Widow movie, but we just have very specific opinions on this show. <laughs> I guess so.
1: here here's my thing. I I I I really like Black Widow. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I love I love Natasha Romanoff. I love that character. I love Scarlett Johansson. I think she is amazing. Um but and she's, I mean, I, I can't believe she's still going to, like she's playing this character that sort of in the past and she looks as good as she does and she's at, as athletic and as in shape and whatever. But um, for a movie that's supposed to feature a female lead, there's no need then to rely on star power of a male actor. And all of this article does is shortchange her. And that's, that, it's like so counterproductive to what this movie is supposed to mean for her as an actress and for her character that the MCU is finally moving to this diverse concept of, of a female-led movie. Like we had Captain Marvel, now we've got Black Widow, we've got more things down the road for uh, characters. And to throw Robert Downey Jr. in the mix, it just put, hangs a huge shadow over their attempts to sort of, um, accomplish, uh, bringing in a a feminine, uh, uh, feminine led movie. You know what I mean? So like, that's, that's what bugs me the most is they, they, they shortchange, uh, his exit and they also overshadow her, um, her starring appearance.
0: Yeah. Like I'm, I'm looking more and more forward to the Black Widow movie as time goes on, um, in the past I've said that I think that I thought her character would be better suited for a series like a Netflix style (laughs) series where they can, they can really, you know, do sort of an episodic sort of feature with her. Um, Same with like the Hawkeye. Um, So I'm glad they put (laughs) Hawkeye into a series and not a movie. (laughs) Um, But I guess that's neither here nor there, but what if Shroff? Okay. Cause the, how much Tony Stark Is or isn't going to be in the movie hasn't been discussed. So everything that you're you just sort of described to me is more of a he's he's also on the poster like that's how much of a character he is right in that scenario that you talked about. Same with Spider Man Homecoming, but what if it's more? And I'm just curious what your thoughts are on this. Robert Downey Jr. is in it, but he's not a main character. He's Think of it like in Avengers Endgame when they when they went back to um the battle of New York and after the battle finished after the uh elevator doors shut and you see Tony Stark say like all right clean up somebody get me a drink you know and it's just more like yeah he's there but he's not the star you know what i mean it's just like he he's he's there because the story takes place in the past but the story isn't driven by Tony Stark
2: yeah
0: i guess i can accept
1: that um, but this all this article did was overshadow the, the movie because it's it's Robert Downey Jr. He's not just some rando dude. Like he, yeah. he's, he's the face of the MCU. He's exactly he's the face of the MCU. So um I think you have to be very careful with a character like that Even when you're just trying to demonstrate that the MCU was a living, breathing, cohesive timeline, (laughs) even back then, like, just to have him in there just to sort of legitimize the year in which your movie takes place, like, there's other ways to do it.
0: Uh, Well, let me ask you this, Shaf. Now, what, what I sort of assumed before this Robert Downey Jr. news got everywhere was that it would be the same thing, but with Chris Evans. To me, Chris Evans made a lot more sense of showing up in this movie. Than Robert Downey Jr. just based on the fact that they did a whole sort of secret adventure storyline between Civil War and Infinity War, and I'm sure we'll touch into that. So, I mean, do you think Chris Evans will be in it, or if it was, if the situation was reversed, that wasn't Robert Downey Jr. but Chris Evans is being added for being in this movie, mm. would you be just as upset? Uh, no, that
1: would make more sense because one thing that we established in Infinity War is that uh, Black Widow, Falcon. Scarlet Witch, Vision, and um, uh, and Captain America were all sort of on the run together. They were social; um, uh, they were basically criminals um, on the run from what what went down with with Civil War.
0: Yeah, not so much the Vision and and Scarlet Witch, but I do see what you're saying. Yes, they were they were off on their own in England, you know, humping, humping, robot humping. Yeah, I mean, and that's- what <laughs> whatever it is that she was doing with that robot.
1: And that's why Scarlett Johansson's or that's why her Black Widow character um, ended up dying her hair yellow, yellow, blonde. Why am I saying yellow? Um, uh, Because she was trying to, you know, avoid uh, uh, being picked out by identity. He grew a beard. That wasn't just like a a thing. That was him like trying to avoid being seen. Um, (coughs) So, it would make more sense if any one of those teammates was the one that helped bring it into focus about it. It still takes place in the MCU. It still has people in the MCU, living, breathing, blah, blah, blah. Stark was on the outside of all that. He was on the side of registration, not avoiding it. So it it just, and she was on both sides. So I, I, I just don't, I'm going to say, I just, I don't, I don't like it.
0: I don't like it. (laughs) I don't necessarily have a problem or as big of a problem as you do with with Robert Downey Jr. being in it, as long as he's not the focus of the movie. Um, If Chris Evans had a bigger part, like like let's say it was sort of switched between like um, Captain America Winter Soldier, uh, the level that Scarlet Witch played versus Captain America in that movie, like if it was just flip-flopped, where Scarlet Witch is obviously the star, and Captain America's in it, but he's not the star. Like I, th- I, I would be okay with that. Like that, that'd be fine for me. Get a little more, get a little more Captain America, but not enough to overshadow the Black Widow. So, I guess only time will tell. These are all just rumors. Nothing's been confirmed at this point, but it uh, certainly is fun when Shoff gets mad about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right so um, with that we're gonna take a short quick break uh, when we come back uh, from that break we were gonna have our wonderful segment backed by popular demand superpower showdown we'll go into more detail about what that is but first here's where you can find us on social media <laughs>
0: Hey gang, it's Wonder Rob again. And Shaf's here too. We just wanted to take a quick break to let you know where you can find us on social media. That's
1: right, catch us on Twitter at geek, so to speak, PC, where I'll be tweeting and retweeting
0: all of the latest geek news. Also, find us on Facebook and Instagram at geek, so to Speak Podcast, where yours truly will be serving up those deliciously geeky posts, not to mention memes, trailers, articles, videos, and much, much more while, of course, Shock celebrates his inner geek on instagram with all kinds of geek oh inducing pics and meme <laughs> if you're
1: enjoying what you're hearing let us know find us and follow us rate us and review us on itunes soundcloud and google play
0: we got new episodes every week so don't forget to tune in same geek time same geek channel and we're back Thank you so much for sticking with us. Wonder Rob, take it away. Oh, dang, we're back, everybody. All right. So it's time for fan favorite, and let's be fully transparent here one of our favorite segments as well. It's time for super power showdown. Down, 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 down. All right. Just saved you some editing, Shaf. <laughs> I added the echo myself. All right. So for those of you who are new or just don't remember what Superpower Showdown is, let me give you the skinny on this. So there's this website, uh, powerlisting.fandom.com, which has a superpower randomizer. So imagine any superpower or any sort of power uh, by any fictional character in any medium ever. Okay, it'll randomly assign you one of these superpowers and it'll give you all the details on it. Like it'll tell you, you know, obviously what the power is, uh, other names for the power, the capabilities, applications, variations, associations, other known users and so on. Well, the idea behind this is that I'm going to randomly generate a superpower for myself and Shoff is going to randomly generate a superpower for himself. And then we are going to debate head-to-head who would win in a fight, me or Shoff, based solely (laughs) on the superpowers that we have been giving. And let me tell you, folks, we've had some pretty interesting and fun debates based on our superheroes because sometimes you get – powers like i'm thanos and i've got the infinity gauntlet and i can bend reality to my whim i dare you to fight me or you get the other side of the coin which is i have the power to melt ice cubes in my hand when i close my hand over the ice cube (laughs) (laughs) beat me fight me Uh, so it can it can really be anything in between um so as if i recall correctly shaf we were I was the, the reigning champion for quite a while. Uh, but then I had some, I had, I had some, you know, bad luck. I, I lost and then we became tied. And then the last time we played, I believe you won that round and then you became the reigning champion. Of course, I could be totally misremembering this whole thing. <laughs> you really should keep a scoreboard. Uh, yeah.
1: At the very least, I think we, we were tied but I, I don't know if I was in the lead by the end of it. But at the very least, we were tied.
0: All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to wipe everything clean. Let's, let's consider all the other Superpower Showdowns, the three or four that we've already done in the past. Maybe it was five. That we've done in the past 75 episodes. Those were practice. That's right. Those were practice rounds. We're going to start the official, the official tally board today. Ooh, okay. We are starting over fresh, so that way we can keep a, a good track of who is the reigning champion. And then uh, we'll make a punishment for the loser, to be determined. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode. Uh, so today, today's scenario, Shaf, you and I are seeing the movie It Chapter 2, or as we like to call it here at Geek, so to speak, It to Mama Tambien. (laughs) Uh, I'm in the back row. You're in the front row. I throw a popcorn at you because you won't stop looking at your cell phone. But little did I know, you got superpowers. But little did you know, I got superpowers. We are about to throw down in the middle of this showing of It to Mama
2: Tambien.
1: No, but that's not all. That's not all. It, It would be enough that a scary movie would be playing while this battle to the death happens. But it's not just any movie theater. Oh, no, no, no. This is a special audience event. You have to come dressed up like a clown.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Secret rules. So, we're you and I are dressed as clowns, also, is what you're saying?
1: Yes, because we, in order to get into the theater event, We had to dress up like clowns.
0: Oh, that's right. There was one that this was an event. (laughs) It just clicked. I forgot that there was a clowns only screening.
1: I remember at the Alamo draft house, they did this. They had a a viewing of it and it was strictly clowns. You had to come dress as a clown. Otherwise they would not grant you attendance at said event. So yes, we are, we are all in clown makeup and clown costumes Um, for this
0: particular superpower showdown. All right, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. I have one of those honky noses, like honk, honk, but it's on my peen. Honk, honk. (laughs) I'm in the kind of clan you don't want to run into in an alley. All right, Shaf, since we're starting on a a fresh slate, usually we do a a rock, paper, scissors to decide who's going first. But again, to, to show you how much of a friend you are... Since you got mad earlier about me having other friends, <laughs> I'm going to give you the first roll of the dice. Tell me All what right. your superpowers are. All right. Clicking on it now, randomizing.
1: My power is called property negation.
2: Oh, boy. So oh, I, boy.
1: I have the pro- the power to negate properties. So what this means is... Like a house? Yeah, I, th- I thought the same thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried. I was like, so I can... Um, Unpurchase a house is that what like?
3: <laughs> um,
1: it says the user can <coughs> excuse me uh negate properties such as sharpness and weight, making them making them unable to be harmed or affected by them in any way um there's only one okay. it's a very strange power um some associations it says uh omni negation negation property bypassing property manipulation resistance removal selective invulnerability supernatural properties manipulation um the only known user listed here says diehauser belial from high school dxd i don't know
0: what to tell you about this <laughs> <laughs> i thought i absolutely 100 thought you were going to say from high school musical three <laughs> it's like a, one of these
1: <laughs> um so yeah so also called property cancellation property neutralization and I don't understand your superpower. I don't either. I don't understand it. It's my power, and I don't know how to use it. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, you you study up your superpower real quick, because I'm going to draw mine. As long as I have... If worst comes to worst, I'm just going to be throwing milk duds at you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Hopefully, my uh, superpower is a lot more effective than property negation. But let me tell you, it's not. You. My... I got robbed, first of all, I don't know how your property negation is possibly going to hold up to my enhanced taste. <laughs> that's right. Enhanced taste. Well, that's, oh, that's coming my superpower. Um, oh my God, the quote the quote that they have to describe the power is hilarious. Uh, the The quote is this: Homer, You've become a super, a super taster. The mildest spices will overwhelm your tongue. Even a taco could drive you
2: insane.
0: <laughs> Dr. Julius Hibbert from The Simpsons. The power to have extremely keen sense of taste. Subpower of enhanced senses. Uh, also called uh, super taster. Okay, fair enough. Uh, capabilities. The The user has accurate sense of taste allowing them to sense both harmful and beneficial things all as basic tastes are classified as either um aversive or appetitive
3: mm.
0: appetitive i might be saying that word wrong <laughs> um depending on the effect the things they sense have on our body sweetness helps identify energy rich foods while bitterness serves as a warning sign for poisons uh, I can tell certain things about people if they taste something the person that they're describing ate or drank previously, such as gender. Ooh, interesting. Uh, they may be able to taste things from a distance as opposed to physically making contact with them. Ooh, I could taste things from a distance, Shop. This is great. This will come in handy at Disneyland. Uh, making contact with what they are tasting in order to sense harmful or beneficial things uh, without touching them. Um, known users. I'm just going to skip to this to see if we can figure out daredevil time Lords, Uh, Remy from Ratatouille. (laughs) Uh, And that's it. So basically I have the power to taste things. And I could tell you, I'm like, you know, those people shop, the people who uh, think they're so good at wine tasting, like, Oh, I sense a, a little nuttiness little sense of oak um, oh what is this what is this uh was that hickory hickory barrels that's me that's me for everything dude so i don't know how your weird your weird property uh is possibly gonna be me in a fight for enhanced taste but to be fair i also don't know how i'm gonna even attack you with enhanced taste so we might it might just be uh, a battle of throwing mal- malted milk balls
2: at
0: each other. uh, Here's my thoughts on this one. All right.
1: I get up from my, my seat. Okay. Okay. And I begin to walk up the ramp towards the back row. (laughs) Hey, I saw you throw that popcorn.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who me? My phone is still out. The light is still, is still glaring from the screen. All right. I approach the back row and
0: I say, Hey, you, what's your name? And you say, Wonder Rob. What is right. Wonder Rob? Why am I scared? Wonder Rob. And
1: you're like, yeah, Wonder, Wonder Rob. Rob. And this popcorn tastes amazing.
0: <laughs> What'd you get? You put a little too much salt on your popcorn, man. How do you know? <laughs> He's
1: like, You're like, I can taste STDs on this popcorn.
0: <laughs> oh. Let me tell you, you've been cheering on that popcorn and you do not wipe your butt. Properly, okay i can tell you that right now
1: (laughs) so and then i i say to you dude stop throwing stuff at me okay and then you say all right fine i won't anymore and then i say hey do you just want to watch the movie with me and then you're like yeah i mean i missed a portion of it already but i'm still interested in watching the rest of it i have a seat next to me and i say Hey, I'll go sit down with you on where you're sitting and maybe we can continue to be friends for the rest of our lives. And you're like, yeah, that sounds great. And then down the road, you know, things start to get really good for us. And, okay. Um, and you decide that you want to purchase a home. And, um, and that's just then in that moment, when you are about to buy a house, I use my property negation and you don't, end up getting the house that you want, and you you um, are saddened by that and uh pretty much uh, our friendship ends and that's uh we go our separate ways
0: i get my revenge though because i go this guy don't eat any of his food because you're also eating mud pies <laughs> this guy does not wipe his butt properly okay somebody
1: somebody definitely watches uh, I think you should leave
0: <laughs> yeah I just watched the first episode today oh my god I that died. show is,
1: that show is the best
0: the the mud pie sketch I was laughing so hard <laughs> just so that they kept calling it mud pie yeah <laughs> oh man that's good okay so I guess I'll give this round to you shop since I had a non-superpower and you had a superpower i know i
1: didn't even use my superpower correctly
0: (laughs) all right let's call it a draw that's a a scratch that's a scratch yeah (laughs) this is the first time we've ever had a scratch yeah in this contest of wits so all right scratch so i'm going to start over this time shop i'm going to go ahead and draw first since since you ruined it last time (laughs) okay Here we go. My superpower shop on this battle of superpower showdown is form manipulation, the power to manipulate the essential forms on a physical or esoteric level. Um, The user can create shape, manipulate forms of oneself or others to achieve a new appearance, new powers, new auras. Uh, They can even transform into other species and potentially possess any form That can be equipped for any situation. The user can even achieve a form that is considered perfection. Well, that's my natural state. (laughs) If you ask me. (laughs) Um, Known users. Skip down to the bottom here. Or Actually, I'm going to tell you limitations. Users of formlessness or form uh, transdescence. Transcendence, I'm so I'm sorry, everybody. I was like, that's not the word. Transcendence are immune. so if you get if you draw those two, you automatically win. Uh, some forms may not be considered suited for survival. Great. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I turned into like a goldfish. <laughs> Why did I do this? <laughs> uh, some users may not be able to manipulate certain types of forms. Uh, okay. So known users, um, nobody that we would know, Uh, Protoss from StarCraft, uh, users of the Soul Link from Claymore, um, Camille from Ninjago, masters of Spinjitzu. All right. So yeah, I can uh, pretty much turn into anything I want and then potentially also have powers.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. Clicking mine now.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Oh, dang. Okay um what do you got this is a first this is really a first did you pull the, the one of the two things that said it would be me <laughs> uh no there's oh.
1: there's really no chance i have to win this
0: one. <laughs> oh, this is great I'm all right complete. so
1: my power is called bread generation <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes
1: yes this is literally cool. literally the power to generate bread um fantastic the, the quote uh, comes from Earthworm Jim from the character Professor Monkey for a Head. Okay. Uh, he says, actually, it's kind of handy. If I twist the monkey's tail, I can make pumpernickel. Um, so, basically, um, limitations of my power. I may only be able to generate one type of bread, <laughs> and I may not be able to control the bread that gets generated. Now, I just want to put this out here. Known users. Yes, I did mention Professor Monkey for a head from the (laughs) animated series. But there is someone listed as a known user that has a little bit more power, more punch. uh, And I'm talking about Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Bread manipulator. You're right. Jesus Christ was a bread manipulator. Do you really think that you want to beat up Jesus? Do you want to beat up Jesus, bro?
1: Just think about that for a second. Because if you're beating up a guy who's got bread generation powers, you're basically trying to beat up Jesus.
0: Um, that's true. So, so get over here. <laughs> right,
1: so that's that's my power. I can basically create bread from nothing. Um, my concern is that when I do create a nice huge uh loaf of white bread that you will just convert yourself into a stick of butter and uh and then the audience will eat us both
0: <laughs> <laughs> no with the worst ending the worst timeline <laughs> what's this can you imagine i <laughs> you turn into bread i turn into butter and the audience goes hey free bread
2: <laughs> this is just oh, what i wanted during free butter to my montambia
0: is the bread cooked no it's just bread <laughs> it's not toast <laughs> oh, all right <laughs> take it waste not whatnot that's right
3: no <laughs> i can't have any carbs
0: all i can really imagine happening here this is how i imagine the scenario going down okay how i would beat you so <clears throat> you are in the front row because you got there late, man. And I'm in the back row. I got the prime seat. <laughs> you are on the, on your phone. The the warning on the screen, or not the warning, but the little commercial with the M&Ms where they're, like, taken hostage. And they're like, turn off your cell phone. has already happened. But you're the, you're the one guy who's like, no. Um, I'm checking the news. And so I throw my popcorn at you. I said, turn off your phone. You look back at me, right? You turn and look. The audience, the audience that we're with, they're all, they're a holes, at least to me. They all point to like it was him, that guy. And so you look me in the eye, I'm looking you in the eye, I'm owning it. Yeah, I threw popcorn at you and you're owning it. Yeah, I'm mad at you. You generate a piece of bread in your hand and you throw it back at me. You're like, take a bread. And I go, did this, did this asshole just throw bread at me? <laughs> Wait, hold up. Did this <coughs> motherfucker. Just throw bread at me. You know what I do? I snap my fingers. I turn you into bread. (laughs) Then I just watch the movie. The end. Fight over. Oh,
1: man. What if, but what if, what if the first slice of bread that I threw at you Mm -hmm. wasn't a slice of bread, but rather an extremely hard sourdough? Or perhaps, or perhaps, or perhaps a a coarse ciabatta. (laughs)
0: That's true. I forgot. You can do more than just Wonder Bread. That's it's not right. just <laughs> it's it's any bread. If I, if I chucked a ciabatta at your face, there you'd be some damage. Okay, that's funny. Okay, <laughs> all right, fine. You throw a ciabatta at me, you chip a tooth. I'm like,
2: this asshole, just throw
0: a ciabatta at me. I'm I like, still throw my fingers, yeah. and I turn you. I turn you into a crouton. <laughs> <laughs> take that not just any crouton the garlic flavored ones the good ones and then um i just walked down there i said i seem to have dropped my crouton how i swallow you i digest you i poop you out and i look at my poop this is all in the theater by the way i didn't go to the bathroom i poop you out everybody says put your pants back up that's gross they're calling security on me but i'm turning everybody else into croutons all the security nobody's (laughs) stopping this this spectacle i poop you out then i look at my poop i snap my fingers again you emerge from the poop full body just back to normal right i say don't you dare throw a hooch at me and i'm Like, like (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> <laughs> i'm like tra- traumatized from that yeah you were aware of the whole thing <laughs> yeah you thought and you felt it <laughs> and then i put you back in your seat i go back up to the thing
3: oh i give you God.
0: back your cell phone we both watch it we have a good night you just have a little bit of poop on you um, you came out from you came out of a poop shit have a it. little bit of poop <laughs> yeah shit it too mumbian <laughs> <laughs> uh point wonder rob <laughs> <too> funny man <laughs> oh man bread bread generation there <laughs> that was a good one see the the dice you know it, it giveth and it taketh away <laughs> like it really yeah. just depends <laughs> all right your turn one to nothing all right clicking now Okay,
1: interesting. All right, this one is called Emotion Connective Immortality. Mm -hmm. Um, It says that the power to be indestructible and immortal while the feelings of another towards oneself still exist. Feelings of another towards oneself still exist.
0: What? Feelings of another towards one. Well, keep going, keep going. Okay, so Maybe it'll I, a little I'm clarification into
1: the capability. So, the user's ex- existence is tethered by the feelings that others may have about the users. Whether it be hatred, love, sadness, anger, or any other emotion, the user can anchor their existence to reality based on the emotions and feelings others may have about them. So long as the emotions exist, they will never permanently die.
0: Oh, dang. Wow. Okay. Oh, dang, Wonder Rob, you are going to have a tough That's, time. All right. That's, I don't consider that uh, an, an ace in the hole, necessarily. <clears throat> it just means I can't kill you. True.
1: Now, my limitations. Uh, user may only be tethered by one type of emotion instead of multiple forms. Uh, the user will cease to exist if they are permanently forgotten, and the user can be weakened if the emotions that tether their existence are somehow diminished. Uh, known users uh, Tarumi Yuki from Blaze Blue, Ghost Dragons from Dungeons and Dragons, Dreadwing from Gold Digger, and Clockwork from Sly Cooper.
0: Okay, that's fair. I would also like to point out that I did not kill you in the last scenario. I merely turned you into a crouton, ate you, pooped you out, regenerated you, and let you be back on your way.
1: Yeah, but let's, get, let's be real. After that experience, I probably killed
0: myself. <laughs> I probably probably killed myself with a ciabatta. <laughs> severely traumatized i didn't think about the repercussions of my actions
2: well you know what first of all let's uh,
0: uh, i just want to let's talk about
1: what my superhero name would have been as a bread generation oh yes power holder i'm thinking white bread it would be lowest hanging fruit on that one white bread white bread Um, all right and i think my my like catchphrase when i'm like would yell out like you know obviously superman has um um um, I don't know what Superman has. <laughs> <laughs> but mine would be something like,
3: holla,
0: roll. <laughs> <laughs> That's your war cry. This is great. Maybe go back to the drawing board <laughs> on oh, <no> that one, Sean. <laughs> My mind would be like, I'm gonna eat you and poop you out. <laughs> oh. At least you know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> uh, mine's just real straightforward. Oh, okay, gosh. here, roll of the dice. I have the power of a coal mimicry. That's right, the power to transform into or have a physical body made up of coal. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's great. A user is made of or can transform their body completely into coal. User's transformed form is anatomically identical to their normal form. Oh, thank God. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so you uh, get a, a coal dick. <laughs> great. <laughs> hey, hey, babe. Have I got a surprise for you? <laughs> uh, squeeze this and turn it into diamonds.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. This way off the rails. Uh, aside from being made of coal, uh, in which case it contains all the organs and is somewhat uh, vulnerable to attacks. Alternatively, the user can transform into homogeneous matter without any part of their form being more important than the other. So I can turn into coal. All right. So, so. Limitation- that oh yes. 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 Oh no, go ahead. Sorry. Please. I was going to say limitations uh, or well, actually associations, right? Coal manipulation, earth manipulation, elemental uh, by drawing drawing coal to fill the wounds, um, smoke generation voluntarily or involuntary as my body is being used up. Ooh, yeah, girl, use up my body. Um, known users: Coal Golem from Magic: The Gathering, Coal Stoker from Magic: The Gathering, uh, Ro- Roly Coley from Pokémon um and somebody from marvel comics uh whose name creatively enough is charcoal Wow! so and the picture is uh, a giant coal monster it looks like doomsday but coal <coughs> and it's from a marvel comic uh so yeah again my power or ability has have a body made up of coal so I don't know what you're gonna do, Sean. Oh, it's very easy
1: actually. Coal burns. Um, so all I would have to do is um grab you by the clown shoe.
0: <laughs> great, great, great. Yeah, because I'm still I turned all coal, but I'm still wearing clown outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
1: <laughs> grab you, grab you by your coal clown shoe. Okay. Drag you out into the concession area. Uh-huh. Uh, At at which point I would then place you (laughs) and shove you into the oven where the mini corn dogs are currently being heated up
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and you would then ignite and catch, uh, catch fire. Mm -hmm. And then you would basically die.
2: (laughs) Basically.
1: (laughs) And meanwhile, I have the love of someone in Sedona and because of that love it, I can tether that and it makes me indestructible and immortal.
0: Oh, don't bring SSG into this. Even if, (laughs) even if she didn't exist, I would still be, I would, I would be upset with you. And that in itself, this, would be on, this is point. on your side. This that is on your favor.
1: Would be an emotion that I can yeah. tether. So you basically by being angry with me and hating what I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm powering you. Yeah, you're powering me.
0: Okay, so flaws in your plan. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Number one, I see you coming at me. Right, <laughs> immediately I turn into coal. Yeah, I'm still dressed like a clown, but I turn into coal. <laughs> now, my entire body is coal do i weigh exactly that much coal do i weigh exactly what i weigh now or do i weigh as much as this much coal would weigh I, I would think you would weigh whatever coal would so i'm not positive if you could physically drag me out meanwhile what's gonna stop me from swinging my arms i made it coal man i could do if i turn my body into coal Based on this picture, okay, I know the audience can't see it and you can't see it, Shaf, but this, this guy looks like Doomsday. And what I mean by he looks like Doomsday, he looks like Doomsday. He's got spikes and everything coming out of his body. So I think coming at me, if I go, spikes, I don't think that's going to work, Shaf. I don't think you could take me out. I don't think you could drag me out of there.
1: Okay. All right. So then hear me out on this one. Um, okay. As long as someone has emotions for me, I can live forever. So, I don't have to do a damn fucking thing to you. I'll take your your popcorn to my back of my head. I'll continue watching It to Mama Tembien. (laughs) And I'll live my life and watch as you get old. (laughs) Wow. He's going there.
0: I'm going the distance. (laughs) Again... (laughs) Let me just point out that I didn't kill you in the last round. <laughs> That's never my goal, but you're just like, I'm going to wait till you die, son. <laughs> um, okay, fair enough. You just go back down there and li- live your life. You're just like, okay, he's cool. I'm going to live forever because he hates me. But I'm not, <coughs> trying to, I'm not trying to kill you, my man. What are you trying, trying to do? To, I'm trying to incapacitate you. I'm not throwing popcorn anymore. I'm just getting little like barbecue coals. <laughs> and I'm just fucking throwing barbecue coals at you. And I'm not even doing it to incapacitate you. I'm just doing it to be annoying. Just like little M&M size ones. Like, <laughs> just like nailing you in the back of that. What are you going to do? I'm made of coal.
1: Uh, and- it's very simple. I would get the manager.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Okay that's fair <laughs> excuse me sir the man in the back is throwing himself pieces of himself at me and um and it's really annoying i'm trying to watch this movie i'm a paying patron um and i also have a stubs Stubbs pass and uh you know that makes me vip here and dan harkins would be like i'm so sorry um that is not right. We need to get him escorted out here immediately. And you, unfortunately, get removed from the theater. Removed from the theater. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I never see you again, but I've incapacitated you because you can no longer enjoy eat it to Mama Tembien. Uh, and right. I live out the rest of my days, or everyone's days, because I'm freaking immortal. That's
0: great. <laughs> all right i'll give you this one you got me kicked out of the movie theater like i said i wasn't trying to kill you just trying to incapacitate you but you got me before i could do it you got me kicked out of the movie theater but i find your car in the parking lot i just threw a big old hunk of coal just right on top of it you're not leaving buddy you got to get somebody to remove that coal and i just laugh all the way back to my house so hey you may have won the battle but I have won the war. But I'll still give you the point. <laughs> yes. You got me kicked out of the movie. All right, so one, one. All right, it's best
1: two out of three. So this, this is going to be the deciding factor on who wins this All right.
0: showdown. here we go. I'm rolling the dice. Let's see what I got this time, baby. I got dimensional vision. Uh, he He can see through the veil between universes, Morty. He's basically... God, Morty. Oh, you're doing a Rick and Rick and Morty. I got to redo it. He can see through the veil between universes, Morty. You're basically fucking God, Morty. <laughs> uh, the power to see through dimensional barriers, also called interdimensional vision. The user can see through dimensional barriers, allowing them to see what occurs in other dimensions and see objects that are in a state of dimensional flux between two worlds. Um, so you remember in, um, in Infinity War where Doctor Strange is sitting crisscross applesauce and he's having like a seizure and stuff? That's me. I can do that. Um, known users, Ultraman from DC Comics, Five from DC Comics, uh, Samus from Metroid, Heimdall from Marvel, more, most importantly, Mr. Chimney from Rick and Morty. <laughs> So I can see dimensionally, my man, okay, I don't know that, what you could
1: possibly do. Does that mean though that you can see the future or just what's happening in other dimensions?
0: I can see other dimensions. Okay. Um, so again, same, same I, I, I take this as the same, uh, the same outcome as Dr. Strange. He sees alternate realities in that scenario where he's like trying to figure out what are they going to do to beat Thanos? So same okay. thing.
3: Okay,
1: Um, (laughs) all
0: right. You can see his choices. You can see interdimensionally. Okay, my power is um, nothing like yours. (laughs) So essentially, I'm just like Doctor Strange and Infinity War. I can see multiple dimensions, multiple realities based on what's happening. So a a choice, I can see choices and what will happen. I can see multiple realities. Doctor Strange style Infinity War. That's my power. Dang. Okay. All right. I just clicked on mine.
1: Uh, here we go. Uh, mine is, oh boy. Mine is scarf manipulation. Oh, this is great. Like Garfield? <laughs> <laughs> scarf and lasagna? <laughs> no, like wearing scarves. Oh, no. <laughs> the power to manipulate scarves or scarf type clothing. So it's a version of. Cloth manipulation. Um, I can create, shape, and manipulate scarves and other scarf-type clothing. Um, Limitations may need to be in contact with the scarf. Maybe the user's only power. And scarves can be burned with fire. (laughs) That's Um, true. There's a lot of known users. I'm just going to pick out a few. Um, From Street Fighter, Rose. uh, From... Stretch panic, Linda, and from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part Two, Battle Tendency, Elizabeth slash Lisa Lisa.
0: Okay. Lisa Lisa. All right. Sounds like a uh 80s synth pop group, but all right. Um yeah, so but please do tell. <sighs> I would
1: say that it'd be
0: <laughs> how would you defeat Mr. can see every scenario? <laughs> um I would
1: strangle myself with my scarf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <coughs> Somebody call the police. This guy's killing himself. Oh boy.
3: I I don't know
1: what I would do.
0: (laughs) You're out of luck, sir. I really don't have any clue. But to be fair, I have nothing, I have no real power (laughs) either. I can just see, I can see different dimensions and I can see, you know, (laughs) what what could happen and when. I can see through, I can see through the veil between universes. I'm basically God. (laughs) It doesn't mean I have God-like powers. I can just see I can, I can make a decision based on what could happen in a, a parallel universe. Cause they say a, a parallel universe is created Shaf, based on every decision you make in the day. So you come out, even if you have a, even if you have a scarf, like you just like, you're fully aware of your power and you bring scarves with you. Okay. You're like Dr. Strange and his, and his, uh, and his cape. Right. You bring scarves with you. I throw that popcorn at you. And you you just go <laughs> flick at the wrist and your scarf goes flying off your neck and comes at me. <laughs> I would have known that if I threw popcorn at you, you're gonna throw your scarf at me. So I just didn't <laughs> I didn't throw popcorn at you. I avoided the conflict altogether.
3: Oh wow.
0: I just I just sat there and stewed. Like, if I do anything, this guy's gonna strangle me with his damn scarf. So I just didn't. Well, I, be, I beat you by doing nothing.
1: Yeah. Dang it. How
2: anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> I win. I win. <laughs> I win. I win. I won this fight. Oh, it feels so good, Sha. Dang. Nice. We nice are the
0: champions, my <laughs> friend.
3: <laughs> keep on fighting, no yeah.
0: Oh, that was so good. That felt really good, Shaf. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And thank all you right. all
1: for listening.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. So I did say that the loser was going to get a punishment. So I think I think it's about time, Shaff, that we bring back our second favorite segment on the show, Geek Movie Torture, Shop. Oh. So uh, within the next couple of days, I'm going to put up a poll on our Facebook page. Uh, Facebook, to, excuse me, Facebook.com's forward slash geek so to speak podcast so keep an eye out for that listeners because we are gonna make Shaft watch a terrible movie and give us a full report <laughs> but it's also a punishment for me because i also have to watch it but we're gonna pick a movie that we know Shaft does not like <laughs> so it's gonna be good it's gonna be a good one you guys so keep your eyes and ears peeled for that and yes thank you Thank you so much for sticking with us all the way to the end of the show. Uh, It's fans like you that make what we do so great. So thank you so much. Uh, Don't forget, this is super duper important, everybody. This is probably the most important thing that we ever say on the show. You can find us on social media. (laughs) You've already heard where to find geeks, so to speak, on social media, but you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. W o n d e r r o b. That's Wonder Rob at Wonder Rob, and you can also find Shaf on Instagram and Twitter at I am the Shaff. I a m t h e s h o f f. And don't forget to subscribe if you're not already subscribed, and please, for the love of God. Leave us a review on iTunes. Five, four, three, two, one stars. I mean, don't do one star. At the very least, give us three. But no matter what you write, we're going to sexify it, just like at the beginning of the, the episode. Uh, next, the next review we get is going to be a sexified Optimus Prime style by Shaw. <laughs> give him a taste of your Optimus
2: Prime, just real quick. With the all spark gone, we cannot return life to our planet. And fate has yielded its reward, a new world to call home. We live amongst its people now, hiding in plain sight, but watching over them in secret, waiting. I absolutely 100% love
0: that you have that portion of that monologue just tucked away (laughs) in your brain, just ready for when you need it. That is (laughs) fantastic, Chef. Sam, <laughs> that's <laughs> Sam Whitwicky. All right, so don't forget to subscribe and review. Next week we are going to go uh hands on with Link's Awakening on the Nintendo Switch. We're going to give you all our pertinent thoughts and information, and most importantly, friendship. friendship. So we'll see you next week, you guys. Same geek time. Same Geek Channel! See you later, everyone. We love you. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and iTunes. And I love you and I will eat you and poop you out. If you cross <laughs> me, don't you cross me. And I will make bread. <laughs> maybe. Maybe one of these is silly, Sasparelli.
2: <laughs> but the silly. Optimus Prime prefers Sioux City sarsaparilla. Oh my goodness. Well, Jerry likes. <laughs> he likes frosty root
0: beer. What is the deal? Uh, uh, you open the box, there's no grapes, there's no nuts. What's well, the deal with the Ovaltine? <laughs> the mug is round, the can is round. There's you call it rounding! <laughs> That's my favorite. That's my favorite time culture. I like that one.
3: That's good.